0: Hello and welcome to Day 12, the last day... We made it! ...of Massive Attack Presents 12 Days of Christmas Carols Special Specials. And hey, no, I'm Joe. I am not Joe. You're <laughs> Joe. I'm Mitch. It's been, long time. It been a long time. It has. Been a long time since I met. Yes, it's been a while. It's starting to get a bit, yes, crazy. Christmas parties, drinks, dinners, wrapping, shopping... I didn't know you could rap. Freestyle or are you writing it down? Oh, it's all copy. I can't. Freestyle. Useless when it comes to that. A shame. No, we when we put the list together, I curated the list. It's good to have a list Always make a copy Of your list too Because if you lose That list It will be bad It will be really bad So when it came to Alright So we started Strong with Very faithful adaptations And we sort of Went modern And we intercut Long movies with short Like there was A lot of thought Went into the Order these went into And like I said Yesterday I was hoping That A Carol for Another Christmas Was going to be a Caucus I wanted to leave That towards the end Some of the ones That I thought Were clunkers I sort of Hid in there And that But, But what I did know Is I wanted The last one To be good no matter what so I sort of went safe in the fact that I knew that the Muppet Christmas Carol was going to be good well so I thought but we'll find out if that still holds up I remember watching it when it first came out at the cinemas and loved it really yeah back in 1992 but it's sort of like okay I know I liked it then so I know what I'm in for where a lot of the others were unknowns because I hadn't seen them so it's sort of like I'm gonna go with that because I know what I'm in for and it's a pretty solid one to finish on yeah. I don't want to come into the last day just before Christmas and shit on it no. you know so that's that's why we finished with this one
1: yeah well i definitely didn't see this in 1992 when it first came out were you too cool i probably i don't know i think i was probably off the muppets at that stage however when i, I was
0: 19 and i still thought it was cool i went to the cinemas you were probably what 42 then no, i would have been
1: if you were 19 i would have been what 22 23 and
0: you were just too cool
1: maybe i don't yeah. know but when i first started dating my now wife her family tradition was everyone to get together and watch Muppets Christmas Carol on Christmas Eve. So, over the last 16, 17 years that we've been together, I have seen this 16 or 17 times. So, it's appropriate that we're watching this today on Christmas Eve. Yep. Because you and I watched it, and now I'm probably going to go home and watch it with my wife. And we're now kind of toying up the idea that maybe our six- and nine-year-olds should be exposed to Muppets oh, Christmas Carol as well.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. All right. So, we know the tropes. All right. Ebenezer Screw just played. by. Michael Caine himself. Michael Caine? She was just seven years old. <laughs> yes. Michael Caine. And I've got to say, this is inspired casting. Like, yeah. We've, we've toyed with the idea of a perfect cast, and we might get to that at the end of this. Hopefully. Because I've got some ideas, and I wrote them down and totally forgot to bring the notes out with me, so I may have to go for a run. <laughs> anyway, but I wouldn't have picked Michael Caine. There's sort of a look that I picture with Ebenezer Scrooge. And he's not it, but he is fantastic. He is And so there is a human Fred character who is nothing, like there is nothing to him at all. He comes in, sort of foppishly says, blah, 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 and goes, he's pretty forgetful when it comes to Fred. Bob Cratchit is played by Kermit the Frog.
1: So yes, you've got human characters for some of them, Muppet characters for the others. Mostly Muppets.
0: Yep. What other ones that we have to look for? So there is Bob Cratchit's wife as Miss Piggy. Uh, There's a little frog that is tiny. Robin. Is that Robin? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so
1: Kermit's nephew in The Muppet Show.
0: It's actually, this is the only one that has Charles Dickens in it. So you've got Gonzo as Charles Dickens narrating the movie.
1: And I really enjoyed that touch. Obviously, watching this a lot of times, I didn't really think much of it. Mm. But now that I've gone back and I've seen other versions that haven't had a narrator... Yep. Going back to watch the Muppets one now and having Charles Dickens narrate certain scenes and explain the exposition of the scenes, I really like that.
0: Mm. The guys coming and asking for money for the poor is Beaker and Bunsen Honeydew.
1: When we go back in time, we have
0: Fuzzy Foz- Bear. He's Fuzzy Wig in this. There is not one Jacob Marley. There is Jacob Marley and his brother Robert Marley, which is Bob Marley, and the Whalers, which is the chains that come around. <laughs> There's a very in-jokey on that one. Yeah, that- they're played by Statler State and Waldorf. So they had to. That's why they introduced two characters. This is when they introduced a bunch of rats as well as employees of of Scrooge. Yeah, but mainly for gags. Which is good. Exactly. It's not... It doesn't take you out. Not like the, the Disney version, the Mickey version, all that. It, it, the gags work without taking you too much out of the movie.
1: What I like, though, is the fact that it does stay very true to the original text. Ridiculously true. But yeah. they still throw in a few little Muppet sort of things. Like when the ghosts of the Marlies first come to visit him. Yeah. He... Like, Michael Caine's Scrooge is all like, oh, what are you doing, you know why are you back in this world and they kind of make reference to the fact that it's good for them to come back and start heckling again because it's been a while since they've heckled anyone yeah. and they just throw their sort of little nods to the Muppets in while they're still carrying the original theme
0: mm. oh, it's really really well done so he gets visited by those two ghosts visit and that's fine and then we get the ghost of Christmas past that's really effectively done like we could like have said previously there's no real description of what it looks like so this version is almost like a young girl with fly hair and billowy clothes like and it's actually a muppet that was filmed underwater they made this muppet to work underwater and they filmed it that way so you've got the clothes and the hair all moving around and it looks unnatural so it's it's very effective in the look so she's ethereal in that way and flies around and all those scenes play out the same way he goes back to his school knows you know knows all the boys and Gets sent home pretty quickly.
1: Send the Eagles playing the headmaster of the school. So again, nod, nods to the Muppet.
0: And then you go to like Fuzzywig, which is Fuzzy Bear. They have their sort of party, and you got Stetler and Waldorf are actually in that as younger versions, and he meets Belle, who's but, no, she's no, no.
1: yeah, she's some New Zealand actress, and I think she was mainly hired for her singing voice. But in the theatrical release, they cut the song that she sings, and they
0: chucked yeah, it, it, it into the musical credits. too, by the way. It's, so yeah, there are a couple of songs. Songs by? Did you notice who they were written by? No. Who, sang, who wrote Rainbow Connection? Oh, Paul Williams. Paul Williams wrote Well, them. obviously he was the one that
1: wrote a lot of the Muppet songs.
0: Yeah. So. and Paul Williams, if you don't know, is... Um, Smoking the Bandit? Smoking the Bandit! Exactly where I was going to go. I was going to say what their names were. Enos. Big Enos and Little Enos? I think yeah. it is. He's Little Enos. So, yeah, Paul Williams is awesome. And some of these songs aren't the best, but they're no rainbow connections, that's for sure. Uh, but point, they definitely sound like Paul Williams songs once you know They very are Muppet. very Muppet songs. Yikes.
1: And that's why. The, the song they originally sing about Scrooge, I think, is really good. Mm. There was another song closer to the end that I really enjoyed as well. The music in the, the f- Fozzy Wig section is pretty good. Yeah. The only song that I really thought let it down was that Bell song, and as I said, they cut it from the theatrical and just chucked it into the credits. But again that they do the, the sort of, you know, seeing Belle and yep. Scrooge talking about how yeah you know, he can make something of his life and, and she sort of accuses him again of being too much into his money and then you know, leaves him they don't show Bell and the new family no which not many
0: have to be honest
1: no I think the only one they really did was was that in the original Scrooge we watched or no, was that was in, the, in 84? the
0: 84 84 84 yeah. seemed to have most of it right yeah
1: so after that we get the
0: Ghost Christmas present present, which I think's an original design I yeah, don't think I, it's based on anyone I didn't
1: recognise the Muppet because really he looks too much like
0: the Ghost yeah, Christmas he's present to be. he's got the beard, yeah, the, beard. the red yeah. hair all yeah. that sort of thing and he ages he gets white hair as the scenes go on he gets older as the day goes on. So they got the That'd be right, they did, yeah, and they show the presents. You know, you've, you go visit Fred and go see Tiny Tim, who's lame. I, never, I love that joke. And I thought it was good how uh, obviously Piggy obviously Miss Piggy,
1: Miss Cratchit, and Bob Cratchit had a mix of some pig daughters and some frog like, little frog sons. Yeah, I don't know how the pig and frog DNA works there, but obviously, so that's how it works. So, so if you're a Malia, you're front of the you're,
0: yep, yes, yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's fine, like he goes through it, and it's very much, I mean, it's Michael Kane, it's the Muppets, it just works. And this is what the beauty of it is you could easily get this wrong by being a Muppet movie. And it's not. And, and to his credit, Michael Caine said to Brian Henson, the director, Jim Henson's son, that he will act this like the Shakespeare theatre. He is going to act it straight. And Brian's like, perfect, that's exactly what I want. And he is not hamming it up that he's acting with Muppets. He would act the same way if it was all, all human cast. And that's great. And the thing is, I'm not a big fan of like Miss Piggy and those sort of characters. Like, I love the Muppets for what they are. I don't like Mystery and those sort of things i know they're different beasts but they sort of fall in the same trap and kermit is playing bob cratchit it's not kermit the frog acting it's bob cratchit acting yeah. and to her credit where they could have gone over the top with miss piggy who annoys me she just played his wife she
1: still does have
0: a few towards the boys, end piggy she touches. has a miss piggy bit but they could have done it over the top and that would brought it and they didn't so it's all subdued all the characters i mean gonzo was gonzo and there's some Falls for him and rizzo the rat that's fine Fozzie is not terrible. Like, you could easily go and push the Fozzie thing where he's meant to be terrible at what he does. They didn't do that. But he played Fizzy Week. Yep. So, I love the fact that they did that. In the same way that Mickey's Christmas Carol, to their credit, they got the characters right. Like, Mickey wasn't Mickey. He was played Bob, Bob Cratchit. Yeah. Goofy was a tad Goofy sometimes as Jacob Marley but they sort of they took a character on as opposed to forcing it where Duck was like this is Daffy Duck Yeah, they didn't in the, the Scrooge wrong, position. You know, so that's what I'm loving about this is like yeah, it's Muppets but they're playing a character. It's not this is a Kermit trope, this is a Miss Piggy trope, this is a this, Sammy Eagle, you know. No, they were playing characters and it was like fascinating to watch that going they got that right yeah that was a really really good so we got all the christmas present stuff out of the way then he sees ghost of christmas future now it's again it's a big it's a very designed hood like it's not just the grim reaper sort of hood it's actually got a bit of shape to it because you see the whole thing it's not trying to hide who's in it it's actually got a shape in a way and it's got a big giant bony muppet hand
1: yeah but you don't see a face no it's it's like a a hood yeah, a cowl with a, a big sort of cavernous open face yeah. sort of thing. But funny you say black, though, because the, the robes themselves, I or think, were white at one stage or a grey yeah, in one of the scenes. Gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're not all black. Black.
0: Yeah. yeah, so it had definite look and feel and texture to it, where the others sort of hid themselves mm-hmm. in the blackness with yeah. this actually. No, you saw everything and it had shape and form, but you couldn't see any face or anything no. like that. And a giant hand doing the pointy thing and Michael going through, seeing the future and...
1: Yeah, and they did that really well as well, because they did... The whole Tiny Tim's dead, and he's picked the plot where he can look over the the town and all that sort of stuff. And then they do the scene where the the washerwoman and, and those yep. sort of people are, are taking their stolen goods to the fence.
0: And the fence is played by a spider. spider. And it's I think was really good, fight. yeah. yeah. Um, and it's effective. And he goes through his redemption. Are these things that have to be? Is it set? Can we change? And then obviously he wakes up, and it's still Christmas Day. Go and get the goo, um.
1: the turkey in the window. I, I didn't think that Michael Caine did the whole waking up giddy as a. Boy I thought it, I, got it, I thought it was,
0: he was one of the better ones. As he went on, he sort of changed. I thought he progressed into the new character better. I thought so. But yeah. I, I don't
1: know. I still think Alistair Sim did the best wake up and act like a spaz sort of thing <laughs> when you first realise that you're still alive. Michael Caine did it well, but I just don't think he did it quite over the top like some of the other ones did mm. but I do like the fact that yeah he woke up he, he yells out to the boy on the street you know what day it is where's the turkey and slightly differently on this one he goes and visits Fred while the turkey's being prepared and then he personally takes Fred and the turkey to the Cratchits yeah, and they all have their big meal at the Cratchits and funny while I was watching this the other night I was watching it again with my wife and both of us sort of looked at it and went that turkey's not going to be big enough for all those people (laughs) because pretty much every character that you've seen so far in in the program is coming to the Cratchits to have turkey for lunch yeah but it just it it just works it shouldn't
0: work but it does it's well it's feel good it's fun it's Michael Caine is great. Yeah, uh-huh. like, He's charismatic enough. He carries it in that way. The Muppets are great. And the fact that they are playing characters, they're not playing themselves, or yep. the characterisations of well, that, are, that's what makes it work. It's
1: funny, because the only time I think Miss Piggy really does fall the into Miss Piggy is when they deliver the turkey, and, yeah. and she's sort of like, "Oh, well, if, if, if that Scrooge was here, I'd give him a bit of,
0: yeah. you know, what for? But they, and that, that's where I was thinking, don't do it, don't do it, and they cut her off before she does, yeah. because, yeah, that's not it. I didn't want to see that. It's not the characters I want to see. Yep. I want to see the christmas, the christmas Carol characters Carol, yeah. and they just happen to be performed by muppets and...
1: and they 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 do it well in the fact that obviously there's not enough roles in the whole program to be all muppets but they manage to slip in enough muppets into scenes like doctor teeth and electric mayhem are playing the music when they're in fizzy wigs yeah. for the christmas party and you know just little things I think probably the only Muppet that was probably a big name Muppet that probably wasn't in it is probably Rolf the guitar, uh, the piano, piano player. player. I don't yeah. think he was in. It. You I, I don't think somewhere. I don't think I saw Scooter in it any time either.
0: No, I can't remember. There, might, yeah. there was a lot of background characters like the fish thrower. Yeah,
1: New Zealand was yeah. throwing fish at one stage in the market. And they, as I said, there's enough Muppetness to carry it, and there's more than enough. Christmas Carol to make it a true rendition of A Christmas Carol
0: yep and it's a very solid one to finish on like it gets enough of it right to be a true Christmas Carol movie and really even the songs are good like we we haven't really watched musical versions of A Christmas there Carol there is a 1971 year. one which I've grown up watching a lot of yeah so and there was another one sing- that
1: came out sort of in mid 2000s with Kelsey Grammer Oh, okay. That everyone's panned as being not a very good version, but that's actually a musical one as well with Kelsey Grammer playing Scrooge. Cool. Okay. But yeah, that was that was the Muppets. All right, so this is our last day of our twelve days. Should we go over a little bit of who we think our dream cast of a
0: Christmas Carol yep. should oh, be? Let's go get it. You just pause.
1: Okay, so Mitch has got his list.
0: Yeah, I got a list. So should we go from the top? Well, how about we first we talk about out of the twelve we saw? Okay. Do you want to talk about? Who- We'll go through the character. Who was the best Scrooge?
1: I think out of the ones we saw, despite the fact that he didn't physically fit the role, I think George C. Scott
0: was my so. favourite. So favourite to watch him. I'm Although, I'll go with you on that.
1: Jim Carrey, the look,
0: he was it was, was, was
1: very good, but then animated it. Yeah, I, yeah.
0: yeah I'm going to go with you on that one. So All right, I, so I agree with that. Yep. Yeah okay Bob Cratchit I like Mickey Mouse I can't remember any of them I honestly can't remember any of them they're interchangeable for me yeah I'm gonna say only for the Jim Carrey version just for that scene where he's crying in front of Jim Carrey. just for that scene alone that one but yeah Gary Oldman so I'll say that okay yeah but no for no other reason none of them are memorable to be honest well yep okay for me all right let's look at
1: Fred Fred's probably the other character that comes in next again forgetful Fred is a forgetful character so no one's blown it away with the more generic the Fred Probably the better.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. So for Jacob
0: Marley. Marley, I'm going to say George C. Scott or the Jim Carrey one?
1: I think the Jim Carrey one purely for the fact that, again, it's animated so they could make it scary.
0: But uh, the George C. Scott was close. He was scary. He was really impressive. Yeah. But. I'm going to say George C. Scott. But okay. yeah, there's are very close. So I Yeah, it's hard to differentiate between the two. Goes of Christmas
1: Past. See, this is, I think, where George C. Scott's version falls down. Yeah. So this is maybe the one that he's not going to get a vote for that one. No. I like the Jim Carrey one. Yeah, because it's so out there. Out there. And I, I, I kind of like the one they
0: had in, in the Mr. Magoo. Oh, actually, oh, yeah.
1: Muppets too, but Muppets Mr. Was- Magoo, the fact that she did have... Flame for Hair
0: yep. kind of worked as well, so I might go. I go the Muppets just to give them a win. All right, Muppets. You know, I'm going to go. I'm going to say Muppets. All oh, right. Well, standout for Ghost of Christmas Present Got to be Fartner a bath.
1: <laughs> Who Edward Woodward? Edward Woodward. <laughs> See, I was sort of Fartner bath. It was a hot water bottle and a bottle of water. No, Edward Woodward. <laughs> so yeah, he he was great. Yeah. So it points to him. Mm-hmm. You can't really differentiate much between the Ghost of Ghost of Christmas Yet to
0: Come because it's, they're all hooded figures.
1: The only one that really had a character, I guess, would have been. The two animated ones we watched. So you had Tasmanian Devil in the Looney Tunes one, yep. and he was just being Taz. And Pete and in Mickey's. Yeah, Pete the Cat in the Mickey one, or Mikey's. Yes, some no, some places it's known around the world. It is Mikey the Mouse, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. I think again, maybe Jim Carrey. I do like the fact that in the Jim Carrey one, in some scenes, it was his own shadow that was turning into the ghost. Is
0: it really effective? But also, it's attached to that unnecessary chase sequence, so it takes it mm, off yeah, to that, that. Yeah. So Scrooge was okay. Like it was used effectively in poems. but I think maybe George C. Scott. It just was atmospheric enough that it was done well. But yeah, but it, it, it's not. It's not a big win. For anyone, really, because it is such a, a nothing character in a way. It's more a visual, and everyone nailed it to their own devices. Yep. So, so it doesn't really matter.
1: Alright, so the George C. Scott one seems to have got it's, quite a lot of nods done there. done well there, yeah. Out of the 12 we watched, what would you say your favourite was?
0: Favourite? Probably The Muppets, because it's the most fun. <laughs> yeah. So
1: I could watch again and again and again. I would definitely say I would watch The Muppets again. Because it is a family tradition Mr. Magoo house.
0: was a surprise that it was fun. Mickey's give or take. Bar Humduck, forget it. Yeah,
1: I'm never going to watch Bar Humduck again. <laughs> the Simpsons I really liked, but it wasn't really a Christmas no. carol.
0: I have a strong memory of American Christmas Carol, but not is a true Christmas Carol. But I do love the fact that it was a 70s dude for the Ghost of Christmas Future. Yeah. I, 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 no, he's going to be my vote for Ghost of Christmas Future, American Christmas Carol. All right. Because they, they, it was fun. It was but something yeah. different. Yeah. Best adaptation, like most fun, are Muppets. But it's almost a, it's a pretty faithful one. Like I said, Michael Caine is acting it straight. The Muppets are acting it straight. They just happen to be Muppets and they hit everything pretty well added with humour the George C. Scott and the Jim Carrey ones they they impressed me a lot more than I was expecting that, neither of those were going to be on my list when I was putting a short list together
1: yeah because I'd heard a lot of really bad things about that Jim Carrey one and I I thought it was good it was accurate to the story it was entertaining visually there was some of Uncanny Valley that sort of threw you out a little bit Yeah, but no I, I liked that But I was, I was impressed I think as far as what I'm going to go and see again definitely Muppets I'll be watching that every yep. year and I
0: think I would watch to that George C. Scott one again. Definitely. So I'm obviously not going to do it for a while, but there's a lot more other Christmas carols out there. There's 931s, there's 971, which is a big budget musical which I have seen. Yep. But it's been a long there's time.
1: There's the Patrick Stewart one. When was that? That was
0: 99, I think it was. Is that the there's, one that
1: Whoopi Goldberg's in as well, or is that a different I'm one as well? I'm
0: not sure, but you said there's Kelsey Grammer one, there's yep. a couple of animated ones with Nicolas Cage. Yeah. So I want to see Nicolas Cage go nuts at the end there. Who is it? Who is it? Who's in the grave? Who's in the grave? so maybe not next year we may take a year off and do just Christmas specials again next year but I'm looking forward to coming back to this yeah maybe uh, you've got to edit it maybe you don't yeah it's such a great story and Yeah. yeah so I think yeah the George C. Scott really blew me off and the Jim Carrey to a point but the George C. Scott was like this is kind of
1: cool Alright, so let's just pretend we're movie producers, casting directors now. Yep. And let's go through who we would cast in the main roles.
0: Now, I'm going to start off by saying I can't get comedians out of my head. Like, after Alistair Sim and Thinking the Goodies and Monty Python the whole time, I am a bit skewed towards comedians filling roles. Just letting you know now. Okay. Because I don't watch enough drama, obviously, to pick dramatic actors, but I'll see how I go. Okay. So, let's start for, for Scrooge. Now, with my comedy hat, it could be Ricky Gervais, but probably not. It doesn't look Physically, right, yeah, it could be, be right. a prick. I could easily see that. But Dylan Moran is already there with his Bernard Black. Yeah, I can see that. If I wouldn't do it, because it's American, but if I had to do it American... Alec Baldwin would be fucking awesome. He would be the best asshole and he could redeem himself and he I I think he'd be great. Okay. But yep. American no. Uh, yeah. It's got to be an American. He wouldn't I couldn't get him to play it as an English person that just wouldn't work. So it would have to be a very different take on it. But realistically, there's two here. One, he's probably at the right age now. Ian McKellen. I could see that. He's got yep. the look and he can act and I think it could be fun and he can also be oh, he could be easily grumpy. But Hugh Laurie is the other one that I'll say is
1: well, for me, my, my shortlist, I thought a lot about what you were saying about Monty Python, and I think John Cleese would do it really well in that comedic sort of role, but mm. I also thought Hugh Laurie. Yeah. Uh, just watching him in-house in especially, mm-hmm. I think to myself he would be a good grumpy Scrooge. Yeah. So yeah, we, we kind of agree on that one.
0: Yeah. All right. So Cratchit, you said and Freeman. I can't think of anyone else. No. After you put that in my head, that's it. There is no other Cratchit. So. Yeah. Marley, what do you got?
1: I had a bit of a, an idea of of Marley. Yeah. Initially, I thought Pendulette might be good at it because he's got that whole carnival barker sort of yelling. Mm-hmm. But then I also thought a bit of crazy booking, and I thought if he was still alive, Rowdy Roddy Piper would be a great Marley.
0: Okay. Well, and uh, nowhere near. near <laughs> that. Once I got Hugh Laurie in my head, I thought Stephen Fry. Would be a Jacob Marley. Okay. But I've got a few other ones here. Peter Serafinowicz from Shaun of the Dead. Also the voice of Darth Maul. Yeah. I've got Christopher Morris from the first season of IT Crowd or Brass Eye. Because I can't get away from comedians. But they're very serious sort of comedians. Matt Berry I thought could be fun from A Toast of London and ABCD. Yeah, a- ADBC. A-D-B-C go back to season one of our Christmas cat, 12 Days so of Christmas it season
1: two that was last year mm. we did that wasn't it? that was the first one was it okay
0: and Bill Nye I thought because Bill Nye could be in any of these roles he could be Scrooge oh, he could be Scrooge yeah, yeah. so maybe we could do thinking. an
1: all Bill Nye version mm. you could
0: and there's someone else who could fill every role I'll say it now Andy Circus. he could be every role motion capture it yeah he could be every role so when it comes to Marley if we're doing Hugh Laurie I like I like the fact that his business partner would be Stephen Fry so I would do it that way and he's a big enough character he's, he's bombastic. I think he could well that's why I thought thought, Pendulet because the bombasticness well they're pretty much the English version of Pendulet in a way yeah but yeah so alright so that's that Ghost of Christmas Park again
1: but being the fact that it's not anything
0: specific Mm.
1: I I couldn't really put my finger on a Ghost of Christmas I said Simon
0: Pegg only just for comedians because he could easily be Cratchit if Martin Freeman wasn't in my head hmm. But because you want an androgynous every person Tilda David Swinton oh. Tilda, Who has played <laughs> David Bowie But Tilda Swinton would be the amorphous character That is not gendered Yeah that will break. Sort of thing So yeah i got Tilda Swinton So now we have the Ghost of Christmas Present this could be anyone. See, I don't think you can go past Brian Blessed. Well, we wrote, we said Brian Blessed earlier, so that's fine. I have some other people going on. Matt Berry again, I think, could play it. Nick Frost I had down because I am just going with only these the people. Simon Pegg, yeah. Bill Bailey, if you want to sort of a comedic sort of take on it, but he's got the beard already, so you sort of see that there. Idris Elba, if you were going to cast him in anything. <laughs> because he has got the voice and the presence. The boobiness. Him, yes. Mm. And Andy Serkis is aware I wrote that down, but he could be anybody. Yeah. Alright, Ghosts of Christmas Future, Andy Circus again, because it's motion capture. Again, it could be anybody in that role. I did say, if we want to cast anyone, tall, lanky Stephen Merchant. Ah. Cool, yeah. Six yep. foot eight, lanky kind of, yeah. Doesn't have to act, but he's got the presence about him. And Karim abdul Jabbar. You could do that as well. Now fizzywig. See, I don't know.
1: See, I didn't go as far as thinking of fizzywig. I did, and I didn't even think of a Bell character. Either. I didn't think of a Bell. No,
0: but I did write down two people for Bell. Okay, I wrote Scarrow because I think she should be in everything. But Emily Blunt, if i was going to cast anybody, she's English at least. That works. <laughs> yep, Fred. I put down Simon Pegg, and I did do a Kenneth Branagh. If you could get him younger, mm. but not now. All right. So who was your fizzy week? Hugh Jackman. I could see that too. He's got to be likable. He's dancing. He's fun. He's happy. It's, it's you. Yeah. It's got to be you. So yeah. So that was my dream casting. I think that would make a really good movie. Hey. It would be expensive. It
1: would. But interestingly, though, it's one of those things that we mentioned a few times that the book itself has never been out of print since 1843 when it was came out. There is. A version of this come out probably every few years. There's little adaptations that come out in TV shows quite regularly. So, it is something that we've made our dream cast. There's nothing to say in the future that this might not happen.
0: And it's so appropriate. Yeah. Like, it's still appropriate. Like, even the concepts that were done then are still appropriate now. Or you, like we saw with the carol for another Christmas, you can twist the into what you need to say, but all the other bits still fit in place. You're not, you're not changing things terribly much from the original source to make it fit. It, it's, it's such a timeless sort of story that works yeah. no matter when it's.
1: It's so timeless yet it is so topical.
0: Mm. It's, it's ridiculous. Mm. You're a genius, Mr. Dickens. Genius. Here, here. Yes. Author. 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 <laughs> Uh, and other things. Well, well done, Mr.
1: Dickens. Yes. all
0: right righty. Well, that—that's the Dickens. <laughs> is that, that saying? I
1: don't know.
0: I think it should be. That's the Dickens. All right. That is it for
1: the Twelve Days of Christmas. Yep. And again, that's it for us for 2016.
0: Wow. Good. 2016 can fuck off. Yeah. It's been pretty good, but it's been pretty shit. Yes.
1: The amount of celebrity deaths, bad things to happen.
0: I mean, I know celebrity deaths happen all the time. But they're just very effective ones this year. They're very close. They are. So yeah.
1: All right. Well, thank you for listening all year. Thank, thank you. you for persisting with our twelve days. Yep. If you did.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you have any feedback for us, definitely jump on our Facebook page. Come and wish Tell us-, us
0: your dream casting.
1: Yeah. Wish us Merry Christmas, and we'll just bar humbug. No,
0: we won't. Not. We've been <laughs> redeemed. At the end of this, it's all good. It's fantastic. It is. So yes, yeah, so thank you very much for being loyal listeners.
1: Yes. If you have any ideas, comments, versions of a Christmas carol we should have watched that you think you should add to the list for us, jump on our Facebook. We are Facebook.com slash the Massive Attack Podcast. You can find us on Gmail. We are the MA podcast at gmail dot com. Our website is the podbean dot com. And that's it for two thousand sixteen. We will be back in early January with our Great Third, fourth year running However many times we've done it now Where yeah. we're going to be looking forward At the releases of movies and TV and stuff That Little we're tease,
0: in. Fate of the Furious might be in there It might be Yeah,
1: oh, yeah. I, I think it probably would be Okay, that's it for us Have a great Christmas Whatever you choose to do If you don't celebrate Christmas Have a great whatever you're doing Have a safe new year And we hope to see you all back in 2017 So God bless us Everyone. A great
2: philosopher once wrote, Nunty, Nunty, very Nunty. <laughs> The name of Ebenezer Good His friends call him Ezer and he is the main geezer And he vibes by the place like no other man could He's refined, he's sublime, he makes you feel fine And very much reliant and misunderstood But if you know Ezer, he's a real crowd pleaser uh, He's ever so good, he's Ebenezer Good You see that he's mischievous, mysterious and devious When he circulates amongst the people in the place once you know he's fun, a summon of a genius He gives a grin that goes around, face to face to face Backwards and then forwards, forwards and then backwards Ezer is a geezer, he loves to muscle in That's about the time the crowd to shout the name of Ezer As he's caught you in the corner laughing by the bass bin Ezer, Ezer Good, Ezer Good good, good, good. good, good. 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 Is anyone here got any beerers? Lovely. And he's a good leading light of the scene, know what I mean? He created the vibe, he takes you for a ride, and is it by design? The party ignites like he's coming alive. He takes you to the top, shakes you all around and back down. You know as he gets mellow, then it's smooth as the groove that is making you move. He'd love you to see your mind with a sunny hello. hello. A gentleman of leisure, he's there for your pleasure, but go easy on not easy, he's a love you can lose. He's extraordinary fellow, like Mr. Punchinella. He's the kind of geezer who must never be abused. When you're in town and Ebenezer is around, you can set the presence in the sand of the crowd, he gets them all out. The pipe starts rocking the people get excited, it's time to shout. It's a good, it's a good He's a good, it's a good Do it.